0: Good morning and welcome to Kingdom Testimony Podcast. We're talking about and anticipating the coming kingdom of Jesus Christ. Today is Monday, August 30th, 2021. We are in the book of Enoch and if you haven't listened to the previous podcasts on Enoch, I would encourage you to go back and listen to those. I started on Thursday, August 19th. I'm keeping a calendar um, because I I can't remember everything. So <clears throat> today we are at Enoch 42. Um, and we'll just get right into it. I would go over what we what we went through on the last podcast but can't remember that either it's been the weekend okay so here we go wisdom found no place where she might dwell then a dwelling place was assigned her in the heavens wisdom went forth to make her dwelling among the children of men and found no dwelling place dwelling place wisdom returned to her place and took her seat among the angels Okay. Uh huh. Interesting. I'm wondering why all of a sudden he's talking about wisdom going here and there. I d I don't think I don't think verse or chapter forty one addressed that. Oh I got I have wand I have eight quail outside my door. They only come around. Oh, they look like babies. They're little. They only come around about once a week to eat because they get spooked easy. Oh, yeah, there they go. Can you hear them? Maybe not. Alright, I'm going to keep going. Okay, and unrighteousness went forth from her chambers. Whom she sought not, she found, and dwelt with them as rain in a desert and dew on a thirsty land. All right, wisdom and unrighteousness. They uh, apparently dwell in the same chamber. That's different. I guess I don't understand that. There's so much about God we don't understand. You know, we we go to our churches, and I found a new church. I really like it. I really do. Um, it's it's just a worship center, and the pastor is very clear, he is not our shepherd. Jesus Christ is our shepherd. He's not trying to take the place of Jesus or the Holy Spirit, and I really like that. But he's really good. He, he's, he's really passionate about the gospel. Okay, chapter 3. And I saw other lightnings and the stars of heaven, and I saw how He called them all by their names, and they hearkened unto him. And I saw how they are weighed in a righteous balance according to their proportions of light. This is cool. He's talking about the lightnings and the stars of heaven. I saw the width of their spaces and the day of their appearing, and how the revolution produces lightning. And I saw the revolution according to the number of the angels and how they keep faith with each other. The revolution of the stars produces lightning. What in the world? And I asked the angel who went with me, who showed me what was hidden, what are these? And he said to me, the Lord of spirits has showed thee their parabolic meaning, literally meaning their parable. These are the names of the holy who dwell on the earth and believe in the name of the Lord of spirits forever and ever. Wow. So some of the angels, um, well, the stars of heaven, they have names, they're holy, and they dwell on the earth. Remember in, in a couple chapters back, it I don't know, it's Genesis, where it says the stars were placed into the firmament. So it's like the firmament is the thing that's spinning above our heads when you when you see those time-lapse of the Big Dipper and the North Star and everything spinning around it like a clock. I don't know. Okay, chapter 44 is one sentence. Also, another phenomenon I saw in regard to the lightnings How some of the stars arise and become lightnings and cannot part with their new form. Whoa. Some of the stars arise and become lightnings and cannot part with their new form. That's crazy. And this is the second parable. We're on chapter 45. And this is the second parable concerning those who deny the name of the dwelling of the Holy Ones and the Lord of Spirits. And into the heaven they shall not ascend. This is the ones who deny the name of the dwelling of the holy ones. Mm. Into the heaven they shall not ascend, and on the earth they shall not come. Such shall be the lot of the sinners who have denied the name of the Lord of spirits, who are thus preserved for the day of suffering and tribulation. It's almost like the angels are judged also. Well, that verse in the New Testament says, don't you know that we shall judge the angels? Which I, oh, there they go, they all just flew away, which I don't understand that either. Okay, on that day, mine elect, mine elect one, shall sit on the throne of glory and shall try their works. That is obviously... Jesus Christ, he's the only one that sits on the throne of glory, correct? And their places of rest shall be innumerable, and their souls shall grow strong within them when they see mine elect ones and those who have called upon my glorious name. Then will I cause mine elect one to dwell among them. Clearly talking about Jesus, clearly I think that day is coming soon. Okay, and I will transform the heaven and make it an eternal blessing and light, and I will transform the earth and make it a blessing, and I will cause mine elect ones to dwell upon it. So he's going to transform the heaven and the earth. Does that not agree with the with uh, Isaiah, like chapter sixty-five or sixty-six? Revelations. It, it all agrees. Um it all it all does. Oh here they have references. Re- Revelations twenty one one and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Um Yeah. Huh okay. And I will cause mine elect ones to dwell upon it. And it references Matthew five five Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. But the sinners and evildoers shall not set foot thereon, for I have provided and satisfied with peace my righteous ones and have caused them to dwell before me. But for the sinners there is judgment impending with me, so that I shall destroy them from the face of the earth. Chapter 46. This is obviously God the Father speaking. And there I saw one, who had a head of days. Okay, now now we're back to Enoch talking. And there I saw one who had a head of days, and his head was white like wool. And with him was another being whose countenance had the appearance of a man, and his face was full of graciousness like one of the holy angels. Oh my God. He's talking, Enoch is looking at the father and the son, that's so crazy, verse two, and I asked the angel who went with me and showed me all the hidden things concerning the Son of Man, who he was, and whence he was, and why he went with the head of days, The head of days also is called the ancient of days, right? Uh, they reference Daniel seven thirteen a night vision behold, like one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. Wow! Wow! So neat. Does not Scripture back up Enoch? And people are like, "Don't read Enoch; it's not back." Blah, 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 blah It certainly is. Okay. All right. And he answered and said unto me, "This is the Son of Man, who hath righteousness, with whom dwelleth righteousness." And who reveals all the treasures of that which is hidden. Because the Lord of Spirits has chosen him, and whose lot has the preeminence before the Lord of Spirits in uprightness forever, he was chosen by the Lord of Spirits. One of the Lord of Spirits is, is the Holy Spirit, because the head of days. Is the Father. Hmm. So I'm going to make a note here. Lord of Spirits. Holy Spirit? Question mark. Head of days. That pretty sure is Father. And then. Son of man of course. Jesus. Alrighty. And, And this son of man whom thou hast seen shall raise up the kings and the mighty from their seats and the strong from their thrones and shall loosen the reins of the strong and break the teeth of the sinners and he shall put down the kings from their thrones and kingdoms because they do not extol and praise him nor humbly acknowledge whence the kingdom was bespoke bestowed upon them I knew a guy. I just okay, I knew this guy. And um he was a nobody from from when he was a little kid. As a matter of fact, he was like picked on and his family was ridiculed cuz his dad was a drunk and so he was shamed pretty much all of his childhood. And poor And then he moved to a new area and was a hard worker. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, was making pretty good money. And then next thing you know, he's making really good money. And after that, he just ended up like filthy rich, hard worker. But people I talked to... I said, is he a Christian anymore? Because when he moved to that new area, he was he was a Christian. He was counting on God to help him. But when he got rich, he made it seem like it, it was all his doing. He was a king of his own making. And that's what this makes me think of. Um, he shall put down the kings from their thrones and kingdoms. Of course, that could be like, you know, a country leader, a pres- <clears throat> president or dictator or whatever, prime minister, whatever. But um, kingdoms, like kings over kingdoms, narrows all the all, all the way down to like a mayor over a city and, you know, a district leader over a school district. You know what I mean? It's whoever is in a leadership position, and this can include a man of a household, you know, that, that person in their heart will consider themselves a king if they rule over people. It's the same thing like a, like a boss at a job. We've all known bosses that think that they're king. There's a, a line after that. You know? Um, so, he should put down the kings from their thrones and kingdoms, because they do not extol him and praise him. Nor humbly did they acknowledge where the kingdom was bestowed upon them. When they quit, when people get successful, a lot of times they become narcissistic. And they will completely forget that those blessings came from God. Verse 6, And he shall put down the countenance of the strong, and shall fill them with shame. And darkness shall be their dwelling, and worms shall be their bed. And they shall have no hope of rising from their beds, because they do not extol the name of the Lord of spirits. Worms shall be their bed. Hmm. They shall eat everything they have. Verse 7, And these are they who judge the stars of heaven and raise their hands against the Most High and tread upon the earth and dwell upon it, and all their deeds manifest unrighteousness. And their power rests upon their riches, and their faith is in the gods which they have made with their hands. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, for the longest time, I thought gods were were statues, like in churches and things. I mean, not necessarily always in church, but I mean, you know, voodoo dolls or whatever. Gods can be televisions, vehicles, boats, houses, businesses, business owners. A lot of times they... Their God is, is what they have made with their hands. Just observing. I mean, I, there's a lot of things that I have that I really like too. And it's, you know, the Lord has over and over again, you know, asked me, you know, if I took that away, how upset would you be, you know? Because He can. He can take anything away at any time including our freedoms. And they deny the name of the Lord of Spirits and they persecute the houses of his congregations and the faithful who hang upon the name of the Lord of Spirits. End of chapter 46. Don't they persecute us? They're like, while they're mocking and scoffing that we believe in an invisible God, they're worshiping something that's made out of wood and stone. I It's baffling baffling to me okay chapter 47 and in those days shall have ascended the prayers of the righteous whenever the bible talks about or or extra biblical sources if they agree with the bible and they talk about in those days we're talking about the great tribulation because there's specific days set aside for the judgment of all of this to take place. And in those days shall have ascended the prayers of the righteous and the blood of the righteous from the earth before the Lord of Spirits. In those days the holy ones who dwell above in the heavens shall unite with one voice and supplicate and pray and praise and give thanks and bless the name of the Lord of Spirits on behalf of the blood of the righteous which has been shed. And that the prayer of the righteous may not be in vain before the Lord of Spirits, that judgment may be done unto them, and that they may not have to suffer forever. I just had an interesting thought while reading that. So if, if the stars that are in the firmament are rotating and circling the earth, watching everything that's going on, of course God is watching us, of course. But these have been positioned and given assignments to be in the firmament. And we know the stars go in a circle, so it's like, it's like their watch. Well, they're called the watchers, right? That just dawned on me. But it's like, um, you know, like a rotating camera. And they're watching everything that's going on and recording it. Reporting back, right? Um, But in those days, the holy ones who dwell above in the heavens shall unite with one voice and supplicate and pray and praise and give thanks on behalf of the blood of the righteous. So that the prayers of the righteous may not be in vain. So they're watching the bloodshed and the persecution and in the great tribulation, they unite with one voice. Uh, we have a reference here. Revelations 8, 3, and 4. Another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of the saints, prayers of all saints, upon the golden altar, which was before the throne, and the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God, out of the angel's hand. Oh, look at this, Revelation 6.10. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true? Voices united. Yeah. All right, chapter 47, verse 3. In those days I saw the head of days, also known as the ancient of days, when he seated himself upon the throne of his glory, Yep, Daniel 7, 9. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, the ancients of, ancient of days did sit, his garments white, of, white as snow. Huh. And the books of the living were opened before him. Okay, Revelations 20. And all his host, which is in heaven above, and his counselors stood before him. And the hearts of the holy were filled with joy because the number of the righteous had been offered, and the prayers of the righteous had been heard. Huh. And the blood of the righteous been required before the Lord of Spirits. Revelation 16. Chapter 48, and in that place I saw the fountain of righteousness, which was inexhaustible, and around it were many fountains of wisdom, and all the thirsty drank of them, and were filled with wisdom. John 4.10, Proverbs 14.27, and their dwelling were with the righteous and holy and elect whose dwelling was fountain of righteousness and fountains of wisdom and at that hour that son of man was named in the presence of the lord of spirits and his name before the head of days Revelations 5.5, line of the tribe of Judah. Yea, before the sun and the signs were created, before the stars of the heaven were made, his name was named before the Lord of Spirits. That's obviously John 1. He shall be a staff to the righteous, whereon to stay themselves and not fall. And he shall be the light of the Gentiles and the hope of those who are troubled of heart. This is Jesus. All who dwell on earth shall fall down and worship before him and will praise and bless and celebrate with song. The Lord of Spirits. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess. Not sure where that's at. They don't have that one named. It's uh, I don't really know. Maybe one of Paul's books. And for this reason hath he been chosen and hidden before him, before the creation of the world, and forevermore. And the wisdom of the Lord of Spirits has revealed him to the holy and righteous, for he has preserved the lot of the righteous, because they have hated and despised this world of unrighteousness, and have hated all its works and ways in the name of the Lord of Spirits for in his name they are saved. Oh, this is too cool. Enoch is writing this before Noah was even born? And according to his good pleasure has it been in regard to their life, for in his name they are saved. It's so crazy. In these days, downcast, in in countenance shall the kings of the earth have become and the strong who possess the land because of the works of their hands for on the day of their anguish and affliction they shall not be able to save themselves and I will give them over into the hands of mine elect okay wait before I read verse 9 because that's getting really good I have a theory on why Enoch was taken out of the Old Testament because Isaiah 53 Three, The Suffering Servant, I believe, is one of the only specific chapters that deals with Jesus being the Christ. Yes, they talk about the Messiah and Shiloh come and, and all of that, you know, in, in the parables in Genesis 49... But nowhere is it specifically laid out how all of this is going to work in the New Testament after Jesus comes. And right here in chapter 48 of Enoch, it's very clear he's talking about Jesus Christ. Mary was chosen to have the chosen baby just like uh, John the Baptist's parents were chosen to have him as the forerunner the messenger who goes before which there will be you know everything para- parallels there, there will be or there is John the Baptist's going before saying repent repent the kingdom of heaven is near. They, they're they out there. You know, everything that God did during the life of Jesus, it's starting to become more and more apparent to me that everything that God did in the life of Jesus is a par- parallel to what is going on now. Consider the parables. Okay i think i lost my place sorry no i was at verse 9 okay talking about the downcast the strong who possess the land because of their works okay now in in verse 7 it's saying the righteous hate this world you know and i don't think he means we're supposed to hate the birds you know hate the trees we hate the unrighteousness of this world because they have hated and despised this world of unrighteousness and have hated all its works and ways. That's what we hate. If we love our life, we'll lose it. If we love our life more than God, we'll lose it, either in eternity or now or however he wants to do it. Okay, so verse 9, And I will give them over into the hands of mine elect. As straw in the fire, so shall they burn before the face of the holy. <gasps> mm. Revelations 14.10 is the reference. As lead in the water, shall they sink before the face of the righteous. And no trace of them shall any more be found. That's really graphic. Can't you just see that? Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't marvel in that too much. And on the day of their affliction, there shall be rest on the earth. And before them, they shall fall and not rise again. And there shall be no one to take them with his hands and raise them. For they have denied the Lord of spirits and his anointed. The name of the Lord of spirits be blessed. That's so cool. (coughs) Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. Chapter 49 Water for the Thirsty. For wisdom is poured out like water, and glory fails not before him for evermore. For his is mighty in all the secrets of righteousness, and unrighteousness shall disappear as a shadow and have no continuance. Because the elect one stands before the Lord of spirits, and his glory is for ever and ever, and his might unto all generations. And in him dwells the Lord of spirits. So in Jesus dwells the Lord. The, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. In him dwells the spirit of wisdom, and the spirit which gives insight, and the spirit of understanding and of might, and the spirit of those who have fallen asleep in righteousness. That is Isaiah 11. That's not given as a reference. Isaiah 11. 11, 1, and two, and maybe three. Let me get that. Did I tell you guys about this massive King James um, Thompson Chain Reference Bible, large print, that I picked up at a thrift store, brand new, for five bucks? I mean, it's an it's an older one, but it, I mean. King James can't really be updated. Uh, 1988. But previous editions, 1908, 1917. Whoa. For, or 13th printing. Oh, December 2006, large print. If you can get your hands on a Thompson chain reference Bible, I would do it. This, I looked on Amazon. New, this is like $85 and I got it for five, and there's no markings in it. I'm, I was just ecstatic. All right, so chapter 11 matches up with chapter 49, and I'm, I'm going to try and keep these around 30, 35 minutes. So um, I'm going to end with chapter 49 here, but I want to point out how chapter 49, verse 3, in him dwells the spirit of wisdom, and the spirit which gives insight, and the spirit of understanding and of might, and the spirit of those who have fallen asleep in righteousness. How that matches Isaiah 11. Um, 11, 11.1, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. Verse 2, And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. That's that's Enoch 49.3. The spirit of counsel and might. It doesn't say counsel, but it says might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. That matches. Okay, let me go on. I probably get too excited about certain things. And he shall judge the secret things, and none shall be able to enter a lying word before him. For he is the elect one before the Lord of Spirits, according to his good pleasure. Okay, we'll stop there. Um, even though chapter 50 is short, so was 51. These are all short chapters, so we're almost halfway through the book of Enoch. That's crazy. Uh, chapter 60 is really long. 62... There's one that's really, really long. It was like, oh my goodness. Not like Psalm 119. Chapter 69 is really long. And chapter 72. Yeah. So, um, and it, when it starts getting into the course of the sun and the moon, it's interesting. But we might breeze through them a little bit. Um, see, I got to see where we, we stopped it. Forty nine, um, yeah. So this is just—it's just too cool for me. I've read *Enoch* before. Um, I think I might have read it twice, but it's—I've never really gone through it slowly like we are, and I hope it's not annoying that I keep stopping. Um, but there's just so much to point out and it's not that I don't want to ever read it again but I would like to really I've always wanted to do a really thorough study like like I feel like we're doing now and you know it's just like the bible you can read it once you know read a a book and then you come back to it months later years later and it reads brand new. It, it reads all new. That's because there's levels of wisdom that open up. So when you're a brand new Christian, you read it and it's like this don't make no sense. And then a year or two go by or months go by and you read something and you're like oh wow I get what he's talking about there. You know so it's and that just keeps on happening. It never gets old. It keeps unfolding like a flower. Like a rose. You know. There's just more and more and more. That it just. Keeps unfolding. So. We'll leave it there. For today. And tomorrow we'll pick up again more. With uh, with Enoch. And like I said. We're, we're almost halfway through. I'm going to have to start looking for uh the next book but i get ahead of myself so i will sign off for now and i pray you have a blessed day